certainly our Lord is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and that is forever. We greet you today in that precious, that matchless, powerful, healing, delivering, soul-saving name of Jesus Christ. You are receiving services from the Greater Bethlehem Temple, 1505 Robinson Street, right here in the city of Jackson, Mississippi. The Lord has blessed us to have a very fine pastor in the person of Bishop Philip Coleman, Sr., for which we praise and glorify God. The Lord is blessing us to come to you today by way of radio station WMPR 90.1 on your FM dial. It is a blessing. You can tune in again this afternoon by way of radio station WWDF 720 AM from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock this afternoon. And it's just a blessing every day, Monday through Saturday from 4.30 to 5 o'clock on that same station, WWDF 720 AM on your radio dial to turn it on as you're driving along or in your home and listen to the truth of God's word coming from the Greater Bethlehem Temple. Somebody ought to say amen. Amen. And we have found out here at the Greater Bethlehem Temple that there's nothing like praising and glorifying God. When we come out on a Sunday or through the week, we have one goal and one objective in mind, and that is to give God the praise, give him the glory, and give him the honor, for he is worthy, I say he's worthy of our praise. Glory, hallelujah. We have some prayer requests at this time. We ask you to pray very sincerely for Mother Coleman's sister, Miss Johnny Mae McNeil. She is in the Methodist Hospital. Also asking prayer for little Angela McClendon, She's at home sick with asthma. By way of special announcements, we'd like to let you know that the funeral services for Pastor Evans will be held here at the Greater Bethlehem Temple Wednesday, December 4th, 1996 at 11 o'clock a.m. There will be saints meeting this Friday, December the 6th at 8 o'clock. Saturday, Saturday, something is happening here at the Greater Bethlehem Temple Saturday. Our Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir will be live in concert. We give total praise. We want you to be here at 6.30 at the Greater Bethlehem Temple, 1505 Robinson Street, Jackson, Mississippi, and we want you to know that admission is free. But it will be a great time of praising and glorifying God. There will be communion service Friday, December 13, 1996, at 7 o'clock p.m. Bishop is asking all saints to be present for communion service, for it's nothing like getting revived by the blood and body of Jesus Christ. We are excited because during our seven o'clock service this evening, Brother Rufus Brooks will be preaching his trial sermon. Somebody say amen, amen. for the preaching of the word of God. We would like for you to know that Elder Settles, our Young People's Chairman, would like to meet in a very important meeting in the Fellowship Hall at 5 o'clock this afternoon to discuss some upcoming events. He is asking those to come and help with that. A special YPC rehearsal will be today at 5.30 p.m. Please come and be on time. We'd like for you to know our weekly order of services here at the Temple. Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. is prayer service, and at 7 o'clock each Tuesday evening is missionary service. For those of you who are not in the habit of coming out to missionary service, you have been missing a treat. For Praise the Lord once again, everybody. 
uh, the choir would like to acknowledge the presence of our former director, Brother Dominic Jefferson. We're going to ask him to stand and let's give the Lord a hand praise for him. Our second selection this morning will tell you just how we feel about the Lord. And that selection is, I really love the Lord. Is there anybody here that loves my Jesus? Is there anybody here that loves my Lord? You pray for us in Jesus' name. As we come with this personal testimony, I really love the Lord. Once again, put your hands together for your choir. This is the Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir.
Friends, certainly when we think of what our Lord has done for us, we cannot help but express our gratitude and our love for him, for he's done for us what no one else can do. We'd like to let you know that we do have some special guests with us here today. We have Mr. George Smith, Supervisor of District 5 with us. If he will please stand. Amen. We thank God for him. We understand that our own um, Jimmy Hubbard is here. He's been out of town attending the university or college or wherever. Is he in the building today? Amen. But if you happen to see him later on, you just tell him praise the Lord. Do we have any other visitors here today? If you would just slip out of your seat and wave to our audience, we'd like to acknowledge you. Amen. All right. Maybe they're a little shy today, but nevertheless, we thank God for you. For those of you who tuned in late, you are receiving services from the Greater Bethlehem Temple, 1505 Robinson Street, right here in the city of Jackson, Mississippi, where Bishop Philip Coleman Sr. is pastor. Don't forget, we're coming to you by way of radio station WMPR 90.1 on your FM dial. We at the Greater Bethlehem Temple are learning on a daily basis how great God is and how greatly he must be praised. Keeping that in mind, let us stand at this time in praise and honor to God for the message he is sending us today. Certainly the Lord is worthy. Every time we can get a word from God, we should glorify his name. While you're still standing, I would like to present to you at this time the pastor of this, the Greater Bethlehem Temple, the one and only Bishop Philip Coleman Sr. As he's making his way, let's give him a few words of encouragement. Bishop, preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We greet you this morning in that wonderful, precious name of Jesus. I want the sound man to get some sound up here. We don't have any up here. I want the audience to know that the regular sound man is not here, and yet we are having problems out of our system up there. But we can do better than that, I'm sure. Amen. We thank God for this privilege that he has blessed us this morning to come together that we may hear what God has to say to us. If you would excuse me and allow me to express how I feel, then you will understand. I have the blues this morning. Amen. I have the blues. My spirit is somewhat low, and blues is nothing but a good man feeling bad. But however, we are thanking God for his goodness and for his great love to all of our radio audience, all of our visitors, 
and I looked as I was entering into the sanctuary and saw Mr. George Smith being with us on this morning. Amen. We wanted to say praise the Lord again to him. Amen. The choir is coming forth to sing just a portion of a song that is to coincide with the message that I have to deliver to you on this morning. The title of the song, God is trying to tell you something. God is trying to tell you something. And according to the message, he is trying to tell you something. The subject this morning, cleaning the temple. Cleaning the temple. For a subtopic, the wrong people in precision. The wrong people in precision. Cleaning the temple. The book of Nehemiah. The 13th chapter. I want you to look around and about you. I want you to listen and give the most earnest heed to the things which you're about to hear. I want you to examine yourselves. see whether or not that God is trying to tell you something. The Greater Bethlehem Temple Radio Choir. Yes. Yes. 
Let us say amen. God is trying to tell you something right now. In the book of Nehemiah, the 13th chapter, A love for God and a love for the house of God. A love for God and a love for the people of God. The devil is trying to take over God's house. All because the wrong people is in position. When the Lord led me to this book and said to me that this is what I want you to deliver to my people on Sunday morning. I knew that I would be the one to bring the message or he wouldn't have had no reason to give me this message for this morning. I'm not going to ask you to sit back and relax. It's not relaxing time. To our audience, especially our radio listeners, no, you are not here. Some may not dare to come, but stay tuned. God is trying to tell you something. There is so much pressure that the enemy is trying to put on the people of God to discourage them to slow them down, to stop them from walking with God. First of all, we must have a made up mind. 
I know, and you know, I hope you do, that everybody is not going back with the Lord. But I believe with all of my heart, those that have a made up mind and those who have example the ways of God knowing what he's calling for and what he's pleased with those who have counted the costs I believe when they step on board they are made up in their mind I'm going all the way. It means so much to count the cost. No wonder the Bible said seek for the old way. The old path. Seek until you find it. And after you find it, then walk therein. There is no shortcuts to heaven. I can see the enemy being so busy trying to occupy our minds trying to cause us to think on things that is not of God. There's one reason that I said that I love the house of God. Nehemiah did not say just in words how much he loved the house of God and the people of God, but he proved it in his action. It's not how loud we talk. But it's what we prove in our action. I guess you is wondering why did God give me this subject and the subtopic? cleaning the temple I guess your mind fell right on greater Bethlehem temple well it should but I want to outline some things to you and what happened 
happen in Nehemiah's time. It was so disturbing until he couldn't sleep, he couldn't rest, he couldn't relax. He had to find release somewhere. In the 13th chapter of this book, I would like for you to notice, I don't see Sister Margaret, is she here? Then I need a good reader. I'll get the announcement. The 13th chapter of the book of Nehemiah. A man that is concerned about God's business. A man that is concerned about God's house. I feel that God, along with God's business, should be first in all of our efforts. I believe that we should see to it and that we should make it a practice that God and all of his works should be first. I believe that we should see to it and we should acknowledge God that in the house of God that the people that is placed in a position in the house of God should be the right type of people. I believe that we should know who we labor among. Regardless of their office, it doesn't matter whether you place it as being a major or minor office. As long as it is in the house of God. It is important. In all of our efforts, sometime our 
examination sometime people will creep in unaware first of all I feel that everyone that holds a position in the house of God they first must belong to God I don't believe that no heathen, I don't believe that no sinner, I don't believe that no one that God has ordained should hold a position in God's house. I believe that those that is in the house of God that has been appointed to work for God. They must be honest. They must be sincere. And they must be courageous. I feel that God want to work within our midst but he first must approve of us. See whether or not that we are the right material that he can use. Thinking of the song that we sing, sometimes the question is, Master, can you use me? I believe it goes from Sunday school teachers and superintendents. It goes from secretaries. It goes from deacons to trustees. It goes from ministers. It goes to choir members and every function and way that it is in the house of God. It's controlled by one man. Anybody cannot run God's house. People that God didn't ordain or didn't place in there, you'll find them very selfish. You'll find them trying to do things to please one another. But most of all, to please themselves. But somebody that is concerned about God's work and God's house will be able to stand up and disapprove of things that is not 
what it should be in the house of God. Oh, I know you're wondering where I'm going. What God has given me. But I want to pause and say, God is trying to tell you something. Hallelujah. I'm glad you don't know where I'm going. And that way you can't get ahead of me. Hallelujah. But God has everything planned for his people. Hallelujah. The road map has been already drawn out. If you want to go somewhere with God, follow the road map. He didn't leave it up to you and I that we uh, would draw some map of our own and choose our own direction. But the road map was here before you got here. And all we got to know, uh, amen, is what highway that I must take. But I'm going to tell you regardless what may be in your mind, you must take God's highway. Sometime you have to seek and look for it. Because there's so many different ways, but yet there is only one right way. And I'm not confused this morning. I'm glad that I know that God has only one plan for salvation. I'm glad that I know that before you can work for God that you must be born again. You must be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in another language. If not, then you cannot run God's house. There's too many people that is corrupt. And Paul said that though they are in there, but they have slipped in unaware. It doesn't matter about this being an apostolic church and you're holding a position in the house of God. I would like to ask the question, has God approved you? Has he set his approval upon you regardless of your condition? Regardless of what kind of position you hold in the house of God, what does God have to say about it? It has been said in the book of Moses, even way after he had gone off of the sea, there was a law written that the heathen that was able to identify. No one has read in the book where there was such law. Down through the years, it wasn't just a couple of years. The Bible speaks of a mixed multitude. 
I want you to know that some of them that held position was heathens. Yes, they knew how to run things because they had been around the people of God. But God didn't ordain them. Sometimes we go on for a long time before our sins will find us out. But God know who we are from the very beginning. If we would just acknowledge God and let him be first and we would inquire of his spirit, things would work better in our midst. This was a mixed multitude in the man of God who was near mine. He was not on the scene at this time. He had been down in Babylon for so many years. Even down there he was doing a good job. I don't care if you are handicapped by the enemy. It doesn't stop you from serving God. I'm glad that God is a God that you don't have to see him. Sometimes you can just meditate on him. Deep down in your heart when you ain't saying nothing, there is a prayer. Amen. A conversation that is going on between you and God. Oh, I don't believe you know what I'm talking about. You may not be opening your mouth, but yet there is something that God has placed down within an individual. And God know your very thought. It reminds me of Hannah, amen, when she desired and wanted something from the Lord. Amen, her lips was very close. Amen, but deep down in her heart, something was going on there. She was having a conversation with God. She was asking God for a man child. Amen, and sometimes you can see the expressions on her face and you know something is wrong. But because you're not a mind reader, you don't know what's wrong. But I'm glad that there is a God that he knows all about us. Amen. He knows what's going on in the inside. You may smile sometime and try to hypocrite as though nothing is wrong. But God said, I know the heart. I tried the heart and I know the rage. And you can't fool God at all. Amen. Sometimes you may go out and do wrong and you come back. And you try to act like nothing is wrong. But God said, I gave your conscience also. And your conscience is going to hound you down. Nobody may not know nothing about you. But God said, you got a conscience. And if your conscience condemn you, I'm greater than your conscience. No man will override his conscience. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, it's good to be concerned about God's business and about God's house. Every time I think that uh, 
so many times that we say and it is true that the church house which belongs to God is a business and I believe that we ought to treat it like a business and I believe we ought to put business men over the works of God I don't believe that you should put amateurs over it I believe that you should put somebody over it amen who knows the way I believe that you should put somebody over it who knows the spirit of God I believe that you should put somebody over it who knows what they are doing I believe you should put somebody over it that is not selfish I believe you should put somebody over it that knows how God works I believe that you should put somebody over it who will not lay God's work aside and go about doing things for themselves I believe you should put somebody over it who have the love of God down in their heart I believe you should put somebody over it who's concerned about the people of God I believe that you should put somebody over it who will deny themselves and let God work within their lives I believe that you should put somebody over it who love the righteousness of God who love the people of God who will push everything back and let God have his way hallelujah oh I believe that but you can see that this this mixed multitude amen they was very selfish though that was in position they went about to do things first amen to please themselves when they was in office I want you to see what happened when the wrong man is in position I wish you would listen to me when the wrong man is in position he turns the things around he disannounced the thing of God and he purpose he gonna get his buddies in he gonna please man and let God's way go last can't you see what's happening when the wrong man is in position and try to please themselves they took the vessels of God out of the temple yes they did and placed what they wanted in the house of God but I'm so glad the Bible said who arise up for me against the evil doer who will stand up for me who will execute my judgment and my righteousness one that God has set his approval upon hallelujah hallelujah in the book of Nehemiah it said on the first day on that day they read in the book of Moses amen and in the audience of the people amen concerning about the Amorites and the Moabites glory be to God 
should not have no part amen in the congregation of God's people hallelujah but they were there it took them a time to find this law I want you to turn if you please to the book of Deuteronomy we're gonna let God speak that God may be able to bless us the book of Deuteronomy chapter 23 and verse 3 to 5 and I want you to get me another book the book of numbers amen the 11th chapter and the fourth verse and there is one more to get the book of Leviticus chapter 21 verse 14 and 15 I want to show you sometime if you read your Bible there'll be things there that she was not aware of it seemed like they are hid from you sometime but if you read the word of God you will find it's already written and when you find it then we supposed to live with it we supposed to walk by it we supposed to obey it regardless how long we've been doing it if you've been doing it wrong for a number of years it's time to do it right oh hallelujah the God never changes he's a God that sticks to his word and stand by for what he said I want you to understand the same God that said be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers you can't change that I don't care what you do and where you go the law been written according to the word of God it doesn't matter because somebody has been baptized in Jesus name if they ain't got the Holy Ghost they is a heathen he see me attack if they ain't got the Holy Ghost they still a sinner and you is married to a sinner there ain't no middle ground Lord help us God is trying to tell you something there ain't no middle ground how in the world can you not say you got the spirit of God and living with a devil You ain't caught up with me yet because you don't know where I'm going. Hallelujah. God want to help you. People in the church been elected the wrong position. It's because they are wrong. You'll never qualify in God's house to be what God wants you to be unless you're saved how many do we have just going through the motion of being saved premeditate know something is wrong know God has won you where there's no law there's no transgression. They had been one 
touched that ark. Hallelujah. But they disobeyed. Don't touch it. Your intentions may be good, but God say don't touch it. There is no excuse for doing wrong. Hallelujah. Pharaoh's wife wanted to have Joseph so bad, but he wouldn't lie with her. In the same room where she was, just those two. She wanted him to make love to her, but he wouldn't do it. She grabbed a hold to him, and he, she was so anxious for him to do it. Until he fled out of his coat. And then she was going to make it hard for him. He tried to rape me. Here's the evidence. Hallelujah. He left his coat. Glory be to God. But until he's convinced. Oh, there's no excuse. How in the world would you walk into a devil's trap when you know it's a trap? Put no confidence in the flesh. Hallelujah. You know what's waiting on you. You know what you're subject to do. And yet you walk into it. And then ask God to have mercy on you. Hallelujah. Sometimes God turns a deaf ear. And he won't even hear you. If someone would read for me, uh, Sister Davis, read Deuteronomy first. We need to take time out and read sometime. It won't be so hard on a teacher if you would read sometime. Hallelujah. Because it's in there. And God has placed it on record what he wants us to be. And how he wants us to be. Will you read? An Ammonite or Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Listen to what he said now. What? An Ammonite or Moabite uh -huh. shall not. Shall enter. not. Shall not. Enter into the congregation of the Lord. Uh huh. Even to their tenth generation. All right. Shall they not enter into the congregation of the Lord? Did forever. you hear that? Now read Nehemiah 13, beginning at the first verse. I'm going to preach after a while. Hallelujah. I'm trying to lay something out where you will be able to examine yourself. Because I declare God got something for us. Hallelujah. The 13th chapter of Nehemiah in the first verse reads, on that day on that day they read in the book of moses they read in the book of moses in the audience of the people in the audience of the people and therein was found written uh -huh. that the ammonites that the ammonites and the moabites uh -huh. 
should not come unto the congregation of God forever. Listen, for what? Forever. Forever. You're forbidden forever to marry a heathen or a sinner. I don't care how good he is. I don't care if you don't have a baby by you. I don't care if you live in common law. He said forever. Now, Lord. As long as you keep him, you is out of God's will forever. Can I preach a little? Preach, Oh, hallelujah. The sound system may not work, but it can't bottle my tongue. It won't make me keep my mouth closed. The word of God must go forth. Hallelujah. God is trying to tell you something. Read. Because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water. Say they did what? Because they met not the children of Israel with bread they didn't and with water. They did I got some against them. Listen to this now. But hired Balaam uh -huh. against them, that he should curse them. They worked against God and God's people. Yet they are in the congregation of the righteous. Listen to this. Read. How be it. Our God turned the curse into a blessing. Huh, read. Now it came to pass when they had heard the law that they separated from Israel all the mixed multitude. When they heard the law, when they heard the word, what did they do? They, they separated. separated. Huh? What are you doing? They separated. What? All the mixed multitude. They separated they put them out huh all the mixed multitude that had position but listen before they now this was over 40 some odd years when the devil was having a fields day hallelujah among the people of God, using God's temple, using God's people, using God's house for amusement, sitting off having different chambers for themselves and for their buddies, fixing it up to have a good time among themselves. wasn't even thinking about God and his business but what they wanted to do and how they wanted to display what they had in mind to do listen to this and before this before this Eliashib the priest having the oversight of the chamber of the house of our God uh-huh was allied unto Tobiah. Listen, let's tell him now. And he had prepared for him a great chamber. He had prepared for him, for him, a great chamber. Listen now. Where aforetime they had laid the meat offerings, the frankincense, and the vessels, uh -huh. and the tithes of the corn, the new wine, and the oil. It was set aside for this purpose. 
But they took everything out of God's house that they wanted out of there and placed in there what they wanted to be. Hallelujah. For a long time. You better watch yourself. After this has been made known among you, then God wants me to break it down and bring it home to where he'd be longer. You are not held accountable for what they did back there, but God is trying to tell you something now. Hallelujah. We want you to know what time it is. It's much later than you think. Read. Which was commanded to be given to the Levites. And it was fingers. commanded. God always have had a plan for his people. And in this it brings in tithes and offerings. God always have had a storehouse. He always have had a plan to take care of the preachers. The priests. He always had a plan. Yet these was poor Jews and Levites, the priests. But yet God said, I'll take care of you. I am responsible for you. Hallelujah. You don't have to go out and have to plan program to raise money to take care who I have ordained. I'm doing myself. I got a storehouse. Farmers bringing your meat, bringing your, your grains, bring whatever you got into the storehouse. Bring the wine, bring everything. Hallelujah. It is to take care my preachers, my priests. Hallelujah. I want you to see if you do it God's way. <laughs> Lord, I'm so full. Don't look like I started. It's overflowing in me because I know God began to speak to me and he stopped speaking and said, now you get back and just look and listen. And let me minister to you from the inside. Don't open your mouth to me, but just listen. What I got to tell you that I will do you like I done John. I will give you what I want you to have and seal it up within you that you will go out and explain my word. Hallelujah. I want you to know it's not like you think. You can't do a little bit to please God. You got to prove to God that you love him. And the only way to prove to him you love him, you got to come out from your selfish ways. You got to be liberal towards God. You got to be obedient towards God. You got to put yourself back and let God be first in your life. Hallelujah. I want you to know it's not what you've done today that will take care tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. And God will take care of tomorrow himself. Oh, 
God if he could just help us to understand what the will of the Lord is concerning every one of us. We ought to acknowledge him. There is some that is not here. This morning should be here. Amen. To receive what God had for us. We take God for granted as though we are going out to do something for the Lord. In all the ways acknowledge him. Lord, should I go or should I be here at Greater Bethlehem Temple that God will help us to tread the ways. Hallelujah. When I look over the congregation and I see so many that is missing. You tell them that I say they let the devil trick them. For whatever reason. Amen. And I don't blame the devil. He's on his job. God is trying to tell you something. You're going to hear something this morning. And factory is already listening to something. That you have never heard before. But God is trying to tell you something. It's not me trying to bring something new. And I'm not trying to dig up a mystery because it's not a mystery. But sometimes there's too many grown folks in God's house. Preachers easy to get grown. Just because they feel that God has called them. And the next month or two they gone. Going with what? What do you know? Hallelujah. The wrong people. In position. Sometimes it's hard to get them out. But there is a scripture in the Bible that said, rule them out. Dig them up. Expose them. Throw them out if they is not of God. There's many other led by the Spirit of God, the other sons of God. God is trying to perfect us and get us ready for his coming because he's coming <laughs> sooner than you think. <laughs> Preachers don't even want to make sacrifice. Deacons don't want to make sacrifice. Deacons no longer depending on God. Preachers no longer depending on God only for what they can see. God can speak to you and you say, well, Lord, I've got debts. Peter, come follow me. Lord, my wife's sick. Didn't God know she was sick? He didn't say that. Come on, I want you to follow me. Well, I've got parents at home. I've got to go back and be subject to my parents. No, they didn't say that, but they dropped their neck. For a stranger but it was something about his voice he didn't even know him but something about him caused them not to ask no question he said drop your neck and follow me they did that but how many preachers say you were sent by God and many times I believe on your job that God talks to you on your job, but you still argue. Well, Lord, you see what I got myself into. 
I got a house. I got a wife. I got a responsibility. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Deacons can't take care of their duty. You don't know the importance of a deacon. Hallelujah. It is to help run God's house. Natural and spiritual. It's not one-sided. Because God said, next time I might move you up from a deacon to a preacher. And he requires both of them to be blameless. The deacon is to be blameless. How can you tell somebody else how to make a sacrifice when you won't make one? You have to be like Job. Regardless if it stripped me. Take all the natural things I got. I'm going to please him. But first you have to have the Holy Ghost. I wonder if all deacons got the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm going to preach. Huh? God wouldn't give me this message just to be given to him. And only a fool won't take heed. Only a fool won't examine himself. Only a fool won't apply to themselves and say, God trying to tell me something. God knows every one of us. We don't love God like we say we do. Nehemiah loved God. Nehemiah was grieved. He was grieved about Jerusalem. He was grieved about the temple. He was grieved about the people of God. He was grieved about the poor Jews. So I want to go and investigate. He had been there once. Hallelujah. But God made a way where he could get back. And this time, Nehemiah, I want you to do what you're supposed to do. I want you to execute. Lord have mercy. I'm going to tell you again, I feel like preaching. Amen. You may be tired of me. Amen. But God said preach. There is something down in me. Lord have mercy. I want to deliver myself when I get through. I want God to say well done. I'm satisfied with the message that you have put forth. But God is trying to tell you something. I want you to see now how these heathens took advantage of God's word. And advantage of God's people. And advantage of the temple and set up another thing that they wanted let me tell you something greater Bethlehem temple you have too many entertainments and not enough righteousness spiritually strong in God you got so much of this and that entertainment if you would let it be it will be every week every month and there is nobody that is spiritually designed. Hallelujah. God is trying to tell you something. God's house and God's people is to worship him from the little babies all the way up. Hallelujah. I've never heard, and it's getting worse. One entertainment after another one. One this and one the other. 
and ain't none of it doing the soul no good. Oh, you just wish to listen to me. Ain't none of it. Is God pleased with my performance? Hallelujah. Yes, it's teaching the child something, but it ain't telling them nothing about God. <laughs> Quoting the books of the Bible is not enough. It's good for them to do that. But so many other things, God is not pleased. The wrong people in position. Hallelujah. When the wrong people is in position, this one will happen. Read the book of Numbers. Lord help us. I'm going to get stretched out after a while. And God's going to bless us. You stay with me. Numbers 11 chapter and the fourth verse. We should learn how to do things God's way. We should make up in our mind to do what God wants us to do, regardless what it costs us, regardless what we are facing. Even if we are facing a firing squad, we must make up in our mind, I'm going to do what God wants me to do if it costs me my life. So many wives and husbands can't get along you can't live as husband and wife it's because you ain't doing what God wants you to do amen God tells you if they do you wrong don't retaliate but do them good and pray for them that despitefully use overcome evil with good but we have to retaliate we husband is not the example we should be towards our companion and the wife the same way we call our children to run loose and wild there is nobody can tell each other anything you can't tell the chair is nothing it's because they are looking at you and see what you are doing see how you are fussing and fighting in that present you need to stop and see whether or not you got the Holy Ghost Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A good man's step is ordered by the Lord. I don't know, but a very little bit about science. I don't know how far the sun is from here. I can only read what they say and say what they said. I don't know how many stars that hangs above in the heavens. I don't know where the Big Dipper of the evening star is. Hallelujah. But I do know one thing. I can recognize righteousness and I can recognize the judgment of God and see how far we have drifted from the peaceful shore. I want you to see it and see what God is calling for only he trying to bring them back who has drifted away from him can't you remember when you didn't have nothing when you didn't have a holler place to stay hallelujah when you fast when you was in the cotton field when you was on the farm why you made sacrifice 
suffices that you were going to live for God. But now God has blessed you, brought you out of the country into the city, got a new house, new furniture, new automobile, and now you have turned away from God. You don't come to God's house only when you get ready. You don't worship God only when you get ready. I'm going to preach after a while. Hallelujah. That once was a time when we were led by God's Spirit, we didn't do nothing without acknowledging God. Yes, right. That's right, Bishop. But now Elkan head, they take off just because they's a preacher. And I do know some should be here now. Don't got too big overnight. Hallelujah. God can't pass the grown folks. He wants children. He wants somebody to get help. What do you have to tell? Pastor, everywhere you go, you should. You should want God's blessing. You should say, Pastor, will you pray for me? Not can I, may I, but I'm going to sit in place. Would you pray for me that God would bless me? He might ask a question. Can it wait? No. All right. I pray for you. Hallelujah. Some of you is too afraid to ask for prayer when you're at home sick. Because you're scared that he'll say, come to church and get prayer. So you just stay there sick. And your excuse is, why wasn't you in church? I was sick. But you got well quick, because money used at work. You know if you didn't go to work, you wasn't going to get no pay. Hallelujah. God trying to tell you something. Wrong people. <laughs> Wrong people. In position. Lord, I wish this should go nationwide. But I want you to see it. And when I get through explaining, then I'm going to preach it. So stay tuned. I'm wondering if we have the right people in all positions in the house of the Lord. When the Lord brought this to me, I questioned it. My mind went back and I took inventory from the deacon board. From those that is in the office, the office manager and all the rest. The Sunday school department, the superintendents, the choir members, and all that have a position, I question it. Well, it's no good if God shows you what's wrong and you won't do nothing about it. But I decided I'm going to be like them I. I'm going to do something about it. Lord, I just want to be sure that I'm right, but I want to do something about it. I might have to suffer the consequences, but I made up in my mind. Friendship or no friendship, I must please him. Hey! Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I don't want to make the wrong move. This ain't no checker playing. Oh, hallelujah. You might lose playing checker, but I don't want to lose. I want to make the right move at the right time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord help us. Numbers 11 and 4. And the mixed multitude that was among them. The mixed multitude. The mixed multitude. God don't want no mix. Huh? He want all Jews or nothing. Nah, Lord. Come on. I'm glad I'm a spiritual Jew. Nah, Lord. Not no mix. But the mixed multitude. That was among them. That was among the people of God. Fell a lusting. They done what? Fell a lusting. Lusting. Yeah. You know what he's talking about? They was among God's people. I want to be sure I got that word right. Is it lusting? Lusting. 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 Like a man with lust. Yeah. Huh? Lusting. It was among them. It was in the church. Among God's people. The mixed multitude fell with lusting. With lusting. With a desire that was not right. Sinners in Zion. They was among God's people. You see, when you fellowship with anything and anybody, what you get a hold to? And then if they fool around and get a position, oh Lord, they just like fleas. You take one flea, you don't take but one. And let him stay there. I'm not talking about roaches, I'm talking about fleas. Them that can produce so fast. Start out with one, and within a month's time, you got thousands. Mixed. I can be in the same place you in and not mix. Right. That doesn't mean that I'm mixing a fellowship It's because I allow people to come in here right. Lord have mercy And you can't throw that up to me Well you allow I know what I'm doing All right, Bishop. I'm trying to catch fish right. Not trying to get rid of it Hallelujah I believe in God's house. <laughs> He'll give you a song to sing. You don't have to go about depending upon these heathen songs. It may not sound good to the people and make them shout, but it's a song from heaven. Even the song of Moses, even the song of David, they got 
Katamiata. Hallelujah. We done got wrapped up in all of this stuff so much so until we can't tell one thing from another. And we that don't know we go along is because we's a part of the crowd. <laughs> but does God have a Nehemiah? Hallelujah. Nehemiah came down the second time and he set everything in order. But before he could set everything in order, you know what he had to do? He had to clean out the temple. Did you hear that? He had to clean out the temple. He had to get rid of those so-called leaders who had the people fooled. After he cleaned the temple, he threw out their instruments. He threw out everything that they had, amen, and they quarantined the temple. They stylized the chambers. Before anything else went back in there, they stylized it. I don't believe y'all listening. Amen. God ain't going behind the devil and just do anything. All right. He's going to clean things up like he'll clean you up before you be sent out to preach the gospel. So man opposed to preach tonight, I hope you're clean. Hallelujah. So you see what happened? All of this stuff was in there. Let me put it in our way. This boogie woogie and all of this stuff. Huh? Nehemiah went in there. My God, 